Trent Cotney and John Kenny are dedicated to helping the construction industry with legal business and safety challenges. Welcome to this week's episode of Law and Mortar. Hey, this is Trent Cotney. I'd like to welcome everybody to another episode of Law and Mortar. As always, I've got John Kenny with me. John, how are you doing? Doing great. Always good to be back here after the uh, holidays and that, right, uh, ready to get into it again. Yeah, beginning of a new year, 2024. Um, you know, you and I were talking before we got on here. So many things coming up. Got a lot of different events, obviously, International Roofing Expo, a bunch of other things in between then and after then. Um, but one of the things that, that you and I like to talk about is sort of what does the industry look like uh, in 2024? What is the state of the industry? What do we think? you know, the big ticket items are going to be. And I guess, John, let's start off with you, you know, from clearly you've got your ear to the ground, you know, from both the business operations standpoint, you're you're talking to people on a daily basis. What do you think the big things are for 2024 as, as we kind of look out? Well, I, I mean, I got to say overall optimistic on the contractor scale is high. I, I still think a lot of people are seeing a backlog of work. Uh, I'm not saying they're backlog like we were a while ago, but normally if anybody looks at it on the whole, your normal backlog in our industry is usually 60 to 90 days is what most people carry on the average cycle going back decades. Uh, so when you we were going through the pandemic and you had work backed up for 10, eight, 10 to 20 months because of material, that was an oddball. But I haven't really heard anybody saying, I think uh, we're going to like first quarter is going to be bad. There seems to be a lot of uh, winter activity cranking up up there, which is going to be real good for our northern uh, northern clients. And honestly, even Florida, uh, the south has been in a drought and it's constantly raining every couple of days. So I think weather driven work is going to be there. Um, I think new construction, it, depending on the marketplaces that you're in, is going to it's not going to be uh, stellar. Um, we'll have to see how it goes. But. I think it's too early to tell, but this is an election year now in 2024. So throw the oranges up in the air in the juggling match and, and don't really know where it's going to come out. But there, there's a lot of strain out there. Um, I hear uh, collections is bad. I do, I do hear that. I, I haven't heard anybody tell me that they don't have a collection issue. Um, even working uh, for owners and new construction retainages are being drug out even longer and longer than they ever were. Um, I haven't heard anything about material shortages planned for this year. I think everybody's caught up. But like I said, keep in mind, we got a really bad winter, it looks like, in a lot of areas. And it looks like it's going to be a snowy, cold, that freeze-thaw rain cycle, which could uh, release a lot of re-roofs and maybe possibly hail and, and tornado damage on homes. So who knows where we'll be sitting when we have this conversation in March of where the industry's at. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, all those are spot on. I would say, you know, from the legal side, I agree with you. I don't, uh, I'm, everything I've heard from from any of our clients is that material shortages really aren't an issue anymore. I do think the material pricing is going to continue to increase. So, yeah. you know, I'm still cautioning, you know, customers, customers to make sure they've got price acceleration provisions that they're watching out for that. Um, you know, a lot of big ticket items, I think, are going to start rolling out more this year. You know, clearly we've talked about it in the past. Sustainability is the key word. You know, I think every single manufacturer is out there is figuring out some way to incorporate that into their marketing. Um, I think there is uh, we we have a disposable mindset right now where all of our roof systems are are designed to be 
thrown away in you know, 10 years or less kind of thing. And I think what we're going to see is we're going to start seeing a move and a trend by owners and developers requiring longer lifespans, longer usage, uh, you know, materials that are multi-purposed, um, big purpose, big push for, you know, uh, you know, both renewable energy and carbon capture, all that type of stuff that we've talked about in the past, I think will continue. Um, interesting on the private equity front, you know, still remains very strong for roofing uh, in particular. I think it's cooled off for other trades like HVAC, mechanical, that kind of stuff. But uh, I, I think we're we're kind of in the second quarter for, you know, private equity. Um, I think it's, it's you're going to continue to see uh, a big push to consolidate. Uh, you're going to see a lot of uh, interest out there. I'm aware of at least 70 or so private equity firms that are constantly uh, emailing, you know, roofing contractors. It was funny. I was at, uh, at Best of Success and I, I surveyed the audience. I said, raise your hand if you haven't been solicited by a private equity company. I think there were two hands raised out of about 550 or so. So um, I think that's going to uh, be a trend that continues for the foreseeable future. One of the things I do want to caution everybody on is just like you said, John, collections are a problem. You know, money is harder to get. So watch your credit lines. Um, watch any loans that you've got out there, uh, equipment, lease prices, any of that kind of stuff that you've got. Be very aware of that because I think money is going to continue to be tight as interest rates remain higher. Um, and collections are a problem. We get calls daily for, you know, lien claims, bond claims, demand letters, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's you, you got to pick your your customers carefully. So um, I don't think the the game plan changes any, John. I think you you approach things as you would any new year. You make sure you've got sound operations, and with sound operations, you mitigate the risk, and you don't need to hire lawyers. So that's a good thing for everybody. Yeah, so, I think too many businesses forget about that. You spend a little bit of money up front and, and take some time, time and money, to get your house in order the right way. And even you know, getting sued at some point in business is inevitable. But the point is, your outcome is going to be so much more favorable if you've got all your ducks in a row. As you always said, and today it's who has the best digital wins, but your famous quoted saying, which I always remember, is that one per people, person with the best paper will always win. And that's that's true. Absolutely. It's it's about making sure that you've got that administrative backfill to support your position. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be a customer dispute. It could be an OSHA investigation, you know, wage and hour audit, whatever it is. If you got the documentation to prove your point, you're you're going to come out a lot better. If you have the right processes in place in your business, you're going to end up uh, mitigating 90% or at least 90% of what has a possibility of becoming legal because you're going to rectify it because it's been picked up in your pipeline of your, your SOPs and how you operate your business. There's mm -hmm. somebody there to pick it up. One thing I do want to add, you talked about the sustainability. So some interesting things. Um, I hear the same thing on pricing. I get asked questions all the time. When is pricing going to drop? Well, it's not going to. Uh, trucks aren't going back down. Materials not going back down. It finally got up to the point where it did, and it was whether it was pandemic or supply chain issues that got it there. It's not going down. You're not going to see a 20% discount on TPO coming anytime soon. So that being said, there is more of an economical factor driving sustainability in the industry now than there ever was. So I think you're right about that. You're going to see that come out because it's not going to be cost efficient for building owners to just throw a roof away and put a new one on. Uh, the other thing I was reading out there, which is really interesting, we've talked about this, is the labor shortage, right? Mm 
Um, we're never going to bring enough people into the construction industry, forget about roofing, to fill the voids. E even with the winter layoffs, I read we're still down. Oh, this is construction overall, but we, we are about the same stats. 15% less. Of, there's 15% less in labor than there are jobs to do it. And that's after the winter layoffs. So that tells you where you're at. Now, the interesting thing I was reading, we talked about robotics filling that. So right now, robotics is successfully uh, working on the masonry industry, the concrete industry. They have robots right now in the testing stages that can lay bricks, can lay block, can pour concrete, can actually lay the cement in between the layers. So if you can do that, and of course, it'll take a couple of years. This isn't coming here. You're going to see more and more of this. So one thing I want to add to contractors, we talked about that. And I think that's where private equity and consolidation is going to come big into play. We've talked about this, about the family businesses, the family farmers going to corporate. That's why I think it's so hot looking at roofing companies right now, consolidating and becoming large. Because, and you need to think about this as a roofing company, how are you going to deal with the fact that we are going to have more technology, more robotics, more everything involved, AI and all that starting to come into our labor force. So I think you need, it's time to really seriously sit down and how you want to handle that. Yeah, I mean, I'm waiting for the robots to come, John, because I'm I'm going to rent rent them out and go fishing. So I'm um, with you there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, clearly, you know, it's you and I are the same in that we're always trying to forecast what the future looks like, right? And no matter what angle you're doing it, whether it's business or legal, um, looking at those trends and you know keeping your ear to the ground is going to help you. And I encourage every every business owner out there. Just be vigilant. You know, don't don't get sloppy. It's yep. always about the fundamentals. So, John, we've talked about a lot of different things. Um, I've got a really good question here that I figured I could segue into. Great. So I'm going to throw it out here. This this one is from Joe. And as I mentioned to you before, um, I, I get the the privilege of going and speaking at the, uh, the Chicago uh, trade show coming up. And then after that, I'll be in, in Detroit, uh, where I'm sure both will be. 70 degrees or, or warmer. Um, so Joe had a good question, and that is, uh, Joe works up north, and uh, his question, if I'm summarizing it, is, what should I do when it's snowing outside and, I, and I've got, I, obviously, our crews can't work. You know, I can. he said he can send them out and do snow blowing or whatever, but at the end of the day, he can't get crews out there. Is there anything that he can do to ensure that his crews will be there when it, when the work comes back? Um, you know, what do you recommend? Obviously, you you worked as a roofer in uh, New Jersey. Uh, I'm sure you worked plenty of cold days and have, have some more stories there. But what are your thoughts there? Well, this is the absolute best time for training. OK, especially when you're working in a seasonal climate where you don't have time to do the training when you got to make you got to make hay. Right. You got to make the money. Now you want it, it's an investment. Um, a lot of times you might find out you can work with your crews to take a lower uh, value, you know, have like a winter wage. I've done that. It works. Um, or however you, you know, it works. Maybe you got to pay them full scale. But the point is, two things are going to happen if you do the training this time of year. One is winter doesn't last forever. So it's not like you're going to eat it forever. The other thing is your crew is so much better coming out of the season um, and, and train them in more than just you know, the technical end of it, uh, how to be doing roofs better. This is a great time to do your leadership training with your field and, uh, you know, they need to be customer service agents out there too. 
OSHA, safety, everything. This is the time. Even if you had to do it for two weeks while you're waiting to get out onto the next job, or you can do three days and you got some work coming up and split it up. Great way to segue into, uh, you know, giving them an option and they're not going to leave you. They will not. I will tell you the biggest thing it's Joe, right? Yeah. Joe, people don't leave because of wages as much as we all think they do. Once they realize you're willing to invest in them, they're going to stay with you They're They will. And you're going to be a better company for it. Yeah, I think that's great advice. I, I read a survey here uh, yesterday, or the day before that said that the turnover rate, the churn rate of of employees as a whole has decreased substantially. You know, we remember the great resignation there in COVID-19 and everything else that's slowed down. And I think people are starting to kind of see the writing on the wall that, you know, a steady job is a good thing. So um, sage advice, John, as, as always, I want to thank our loyal listeners for making us the number one construction law podcast. Really appreciate everyone. Uh, stay tuned next week for another episode of Law & Mortar. If you ever need to reach me, you can reach me. I'm Trent Cotney at trent.cotney at arlaw.com. John, how can they reach you? You can get me at uh, jkenny at cottonyconsulting.com. Great. Thank you, guys, and we'll see you soon. Take care.